Good morning, church, and thank you all for joining us for the fifth and final Sunday in the new year and in the month of January 2022. Um, we've been discussing wisdom and primarily coming from the Proverbs this entire month, and today will be no no difference. My, my uh, heart's intentions are to continue to touch a little on Proverbs and wisdom, but definitely for next month to try to, to teach or uh, cover love messages, uh, if, if you will. And for those who, who have contributed and supported the ministry in the past, for that I say thank you, but I like to remind you all that we are receiving digital currency in the form of uh, cash out. So if you if you like to contribute that way, we we graciously will receive it. Our cash tag is uh, dollar sign Mount Sinai UMC. Again, that's dollar sign M T S I N A I. UMC to contribute via cash out uh, beyond my, my uh, automatic type check that I send in. That's <clears throat> how I primarily send additional funds to the church myself and uh, iPhone or Android. If you scan that QR code, it should come up on your phone. Also, you can send check or money orders to Mount Sinai UMC PO Box 349 Hazelhurst, Mississippi, zip code 39083. Again, that's Mount Sinai UMC, P.O. Box 349, Hazelhurst, Mississippi, zip code 39083. And with that, <clears throat> we're continuing our study on wisdom and calling this message Understanding Proverbs. The other previous message I've done have kind of culminated to, to come up to this one where I actually take time to teach and explain what Proverbs are and, and what they're not. So if you about me for a word of prayer, then we'll, we'll get into uh, the word of God to learn, learn about Proverbs. Heavenly Father, Lord God, thank you for your grace, your mercy, Lord God, for your insight knowledge, Lord God, for your illumination of your word, Lord God, for your grace, your mercy, Lord God, for understanding, Lord God, for, for growing, growing beyond just education, Lord God, but, but what the scripture calls wisdom and getting understanding and growing in our knowledge, but Lord God, let, let us not stop with just growing with our head knowledge, Lord God, with our word knowledge, Lord God, but that we grow with, with our spiritual wisdom, Lord God, that we grow with love, Lord God, that we grow with compassion, Lord God. And in all that we gain and grow, that we that we stay rooted, bound up and tangled up in you so that we're not just growing individually, Lord God, but that we're growing collectively as a church, as a body of believers, that we're then able to reach out to others and share the love and grace of God. And with that, Lord God, I pray now that you empty me out, Lord God, so that the Holy Spirit may, may um, dwell in me, Lord God, mightily, that those who hear, hear my voice will be hearing from heaven, including me, 
that that the words um, that flow from me, Lord God, would be beneficial for kingdom building, Lord God, and, and for growing the kingdom and, and for introducing those who may not know you in a very real way. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. All right. So jumping right in, I, I like opening up uh, with questions. That, that is my preaching and, and, and teaching style. And thus, uh, I really only have two for starters for today's message. And that is, what wise words do you live by? What wise words do you live by and the second one uh is is a bit more reflective and this this is for all of us what wise words have you forsaken in the past but live long enough to realize their true value uh, i say one of the most profound things i've ever heard my father say to me is son keep living son keep living and i've lived long enough to realize Words that I heard years ago or when I was younger that may have sounded foolish or uh, 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 unprofitable that, that turned out to be wise words. And with that, uh, we're going to jump right right into the scripture passage for today. Uh, we're primarily coming from Proverbs 4, but uh, in, in the lesson, I'm taking excerpts for 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 the sake of, of time not just time but <clears throat> excuse me for focus uh on, on specific parts for the message but i would encourage you as i have in my notes to mention later uh in the message to to be more active in reading proverbs for uh greater wisdom greater knowledge and greater understanding for yourself but nevertheless we're, we're coming from Proverbs chapter four, verses seven, and then we're going to jump to verse 20 and read through 23 with a focus on 23. So the word of God reads, the beginning of wisdom is this, get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. Hey, it has been, been removed. So let's use that one. Okay. Okay. Thank you. So the beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom, though it costs all you have, get understanding. Verse 20. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. This, this is important for a transitional piece for, for where we're going next. Keep them in your heart. Verse 22. For they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. One's whole body. Re, 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 remember that too. And I'll briefly touch on that. And in the, the closing verse and the focus verse. Uh, for this passage, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Uh, the King James or the New King James Version 
for they for uh, the issues of life flow from it. So that's that the heart piece is is co connecting. As Pastor Timothy Howard would say, this is not boom 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 like your thumping heart that pumps blood, but but it's it's the passionate connection that you have. Uh, with, with, with God. It's that connection that they're saying above all else guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. We can do a whole lesson and series on the heart, but nevertheless, the word of God for the people of God, thanks be to God. So jumping directly in, into the lesson. What, 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 what are Proverbs? And, and I mentioned Timothy C. Howard, and I, and, I, and I put him in my notes to make sure I cite my source as far as this particular teaching method. I learned this uh, while I sat on the Pastor Howard for about five years for a church plant we did together in South Jackson. But in learning what a proverb is and why it's essential to the growth of the church and your understanding and you growing in the church, uh, taking a play from Pastor Timothy C. Howell's playbook, he would first uh, describe what something was not. And, 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 and for the sake of this lesson, I'm going to do the same thing. Proverbs are not promises. That's the first thing. And I'm only going to cover two things they are not. And the first one that Proverbs are not, Proverbs are not promises. I, I, I've heard ministers uh, and do some teaching I've heard people say and, and, and I'm going to explain and demonstrate uh, praise God by the grace of God with, with the word of God <clears throat> but Proverbs are not promises one example we use uh, that I'm using to explain this is Proverbs and this is coming from the King James Version. Proverbs 22 and 6 one, one of my, my favorite go-tos over the years. It says, train up a child in the way that he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. That is a proverb, not a promise. And you say, well, why, why, why are you saying that that way, preacher? Great question. For many of you listening to this message, that, that could, for many of you listening to this message, that, that that could could have been true, and for that, thank thank God. I, I can tell you with, with great assurance, it was true for me. My mother was saved as a teenager. I was raised in the church. The word was was presented to me, and 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 I, I studied. And when I when I went off to college, I tried my best to override home training. And, and the word that had been fed to me, but as evidence, as you can see, that I, I did not depart from it. It, it. it stuck to me. But that sounds promising. Stick, remember that, promising, but still not a promise. Why, why, why do you say that? For many of you, uh, unfortunately, there are others who raise their children in the fear and adoration of the Lord to the best uh, uh, of your ability in a Christian home. And, I, 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 and yet, they still departed from those teachings and did other things and made other less wise choices, less Christian choices 
less choices that 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 they did not learn at home, that you did not teach, that you did not instill in them, though you follow the the, the script. Because it's not a promise. It's a proverb. And we're still discussing what proverbs are or not. Um, no Why um, why 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 are we still why we are still discussing what, what proverbs or not? This this is a great segue, basically what I just said for number two. And and, and, and I told you from the beginning, there are basically only two things we're discussing what proverbs or not. Proverbs are, are, are not a formula. Um Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm going to take a moment to, to unpack this, to clarify what I mean by that. This is this is not in my notes, but this is, uh, as I sense the Holy Spirit, giving it to me fresh now, uh, right now, that, that Proverbs are not a formula. Just like Christianity, true Christianity is not a religion, it's a relationship. And in, in, in the relationship, with Jesus Christ, with God, with the Holy Spirit, like anything else, it's all unique and different. It's not a formula. It doesn't work the exact same way for, for, for everybody. When you try to practice a relationship like a religion, it can seem legalistic, rule following, and may not, and generally, what will will not work. I don't want to say will never work, but that that's just not how Christianity works, because Proverbs are not a formula because our relationship with Christ is it, it, not a formula. It's not like meet Jesus and, and this is what happened. You allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to you areas where you need to grow, change and make changes. And we're going to get to what Proverbs are. But being that it's not a formula, you can't just say. I'm going to apply this this way and this will always be the outcome. See, it's almost akin to Proverbs not being promises because it doesn't always work the same way uh, for all people. It's not like a mathematical equation. So you can't just say, I'm going to do this and this will be uh, the outcome. And I use, as, as I previously mentioned, using the example of training up a child. Those of you with multiple children, I, don't, I only have um, one daughter who, who walked in previously as we were starting. But for those of you who have multiple children, I'm seventh of eight children that, that my mother uh, birthed and raised. And if you have multiple children, you know there are some that require more encouragement. Some require more pushing, some require pull, pulling, some require a little, little bit more patience, and some require more directness. And I, I, although I only have one child of my own, I can see that in, in my siblings and with my over 30 nieces and nephews as of uh, last count. So it doesn't work the same for everybody. <clears throat> Then here we go to transition. Then what do Proverbs mean? Great question. 
And this now we're shifting to um, what Proverbs are in the Bible as, as we strive to better understand what Proverbs are. Proverbs, as we read today and coming from, is a book in the Bible, but Proverbs as a whole are not limited to, ju to just the, the Bible. Although there is a dedicated book in the Bible, 31 chapters of biblical Proverbs, Proverbs holistically are not limited to just the Bible. And some of these examples I'll give you, you, you may have heard before. A Chinese Proverbs, uh, one Chinese Proverbs that I, proverb that I've heard is, the best time to plant a tree is 150 years ago. The second best time to plant a tree is right now. Where's wisdom? Another Chinese proverb I, I heard from Brian Tracy is, the palest ink is more powerful than the most powerful memory. The palest ink is more powerful than the most powerful memory, meaning that uh, it's important to write things down and not just trust your memory because even if the ink starts to fade, you can still account for what happened. An African proverb, what's the best way to eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So where's the wisdom when you're trying to solve a problem or when you're encountering something that seems colossal, mammoth, huge, big, start with, with the smallest component to break it down. Where's wisdom? Um, another one, and, and this is paraphrased, forgive me, but I didn't look it up to get the exact way of how it's written, but it says, uh, the longest journey starts with the first step. So akin to the, the eating the elephant part, when, when you got a long way to go, when you got great issues, anything, you, you, you have to get started somewhere. And sometimes the best time is jumping in and get started. A Native American Indian proverb, don't judge a man until you have walked a mile in his moccasins. That's one that, that <clears throat> I often use. So then that brings us to, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, after reading, meditating, and reflecting, this is what Pastor Scott came up with. Here is Pastor Scott's definition of Proverbs. Proverbs are wise words to habitually live by with an expectation of a more favorable outcome. Proverbs are wise words to habitually live by with an expectation of a more favorable outcome. There, 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 uh, there are promises in the Bible, many of them, and may get some pushbacks or questions, and that's okay, from others on this, but Proverbs are not promises. When practice, uh, if you read even in Proverbs 4 and, and kind of revisit some of them as I promised from the beginning, it increases 
a more favorable outcome. I, I heard a comedian <laughs> say once that he and his girlfriend went out to Popeye's and they grabbed hand and started to, to, to bless the food. He said, he snatched his hand away from him and said, God ain't gonna bless this greasy chicken. And I chuckled and laughed and, and I said, silly, of course he's being a comedian and he's making fun, but he made a good point. See, there are times when, when I say I don't have to tap into, uh, use my prophetic gifts to tell you, and, 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 and Greasy Chicken is one of them. If you regularly, habitually eat fried chicken, the outcome is not favorable. But, but you don't need a promise for that. But it is a, a, it's, it's proverbial, uh, it's a proverb that, that would suggest that if you eat healthier, the, 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 the Proverbs in the Bible said that, that if you cling to it, if you hold it, it will be health to your body. So if you are putting better things into your body, you get a more favorable outcome out of your body, what you put in. I, I'm, I'm a trained technologist and I, I studied computer science and 25, 30 years ago when I first started formally studying this, we had a concept that was called garbage in, garbage out. If you put garbage into the computer, you get garbage out. Same for our bodies. Oh, my God. Same for our head. It's, it's a, a book that I could easily recommend <clears throat> to all by James Allen, pu published in like 1903, called As a Man Think It. And comes from the proverb scripture says, as a man think it in his heart, so is he. But he said, as we think, whatever we put into our mind, that, that, that's what, what comes out. Stay focused, preacher. Therefore, although Proverbs are not promises, they do offer promising results. Although Proverbs are not promising promises, they do offer promising results. So the Bible is full of wise words. So come on, don't get ahead of yourself, preach you. But concentrating on wise words, particularly wise biblical words, pays benefits, causes us no harm, uh, but, but good. That's why it's so important. I believe it was Dr. David Jeremiah in listening to some of his sermons who suggested that periodically, uh, like this month and this year, he would start off and read one chapter of Proverbs each day for the full month. And this month, January 2022, has 31 days in it. So if you were to read one chapter a day, and most chapters, uh, I would say average about 20 verses, not, not, not very long, you could read the entire book of Proverbs in the month of January. And February is a little bit shorter, but, but much the same is true to increase our, our, our wisdom. So that brings us to um, our takeaways for, for today's lesson. <clears throat> Proverbs are not just wise words to hear, but wise words to live by. That's the habitual part uh, of Pastor Scott's de definition. We can't just hear Proverbs and say, hmm, that's great. 
much like I said in, in our last sermon lesson, it takes two parts. It takes knowing better, or should I say in this example, hearing better, but you have to apply those wise words. Stay focused, preacher. Proverbs are not just wise words to hear, but wise words to live by. Takeaway number two, therefore, Proverbs shouldn't just be heard, but also practice. We have to put into practice the, the, the words that, that we take from, from Proverbs. And the Bible is filled with wise words. But we have a gift in the book of Proverbs where they are concentrated. Wow, what a blessing. Where, where they are concentrated, where we have wise words upon wise words upon wise words concentrated in, in the book of Proverbs. I, I, I pray that, that this lesson has helped increase your understanding of what Proverbs are for one and two, have encouraged you to do more holistic reading of the Bible, but in, in this season, particularly focusing on the Proverbs to read what, what they say to provide for us as words of wisdom and growth. With that, if you would uh, bow your head for a closing word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord God, thank you for your grace, your mercy, Lord God, for your insight, Lord God, for your spiritual wisdom, Lord God. Lord God, where uh, we're, we're able to gain supernatural knowledge, Lord God, even when we may lack it and, and, and struggle in, in the natural sense, Lord God, because of your wisdom and your wise words, Lord God, you are able to illuminate it, the, the, the word of God to, to give us more spiritual insights, Lord God. And by doing so, allow us to grow not just in our word knowledge, Lord God, but in our wisdom, Lord God. And I pray, Lord God, that as we grow, that we freely, openly share this with others. Now to him who is able to present us spotless and blameless before the throne of grace, Pray that you keep our hearts and minds both in the knowledge and in the love of Jesus Christ. Go in peace. Know that I love you and God loves you too. And I so hope you all come back here on Wednesday to, to join us where we'll continue to explore the word of God. God bless. Go in peace.